Hi, everyone. Welcome to Miami Cop Talk. My name is Robert Asensio. I'm a retired uh, police captain, also a former Florida state representative. And I'm joined today via phone because, you know, COVID, social distancing and all by retired police commander Raul Correa, a 30-year police veteran. Combined, we have over 50, almost 60 years of police experience, but that's not enough, man. What we wanted to do was bring you an insider's view and tackle with the issues that others will not talk about. An insider's view into police work, uh, what's really going on in the streets, what's really going on in the community amongst police officers. And you know, like police officers, we like to talk a lot. So Raul, why don't, why don't you say something to our guest and, and uh, let her know why we're, why we're doing the show. Uh, hello, everybody. This is uh, Raul. And, uh, thank you, Robert, for uh, introducing me. And I'm happy to be on. I look forward to this uh, new journey we're on, uh, Miami Cop Talk. It's going to be an excellent uh, adventure, uh, and I think that's been said before. Uh, there was a movie, two guys who said that, excellent adventure, right? But uh, I, the fact of the matter is I think we're going to have some good times. We're going to talk about public safety and the things that are going on in our community in South Florida and, and around the country. Um, public safety is uh, something everyone's concerned about. Um, we're going to hit the law enforcement angle, firefighters, corrections, uh, nurses, uh, teachers, you name it. If you're on the front lines of serving our community, we're going to bring you on. We're going to talk to the experts, share views, and talk about the latest issues and things that are occurring. Uh, try not to be too controversial, but the fact of the matter is that's just part of life, the controversies that we deal with in and out. And we're going to be here to create that uh, safe space so we can uh, share our views. Yeah, we have a Puerto Rican on one side, that's Robert, you got a Cuban on the other, we just love to talk, you know, Hispanics love to talk. So that's uh, basically the, the premise of how this all started. The genesis of Miami Cop Talk is uh, two guys that were cops in Miami talking. So we're going to talk with the community and, and share our views, share the views of the community and have a platform where everyone can come on board and be free to talk. And, and uh, hopefully we're going to have a great time, we can build our platform, we can build our audience and... Uh, Everyone can be a part of this uh, new uh, experience called Miami Cop Talk. Yeah, man. So why don't you let them know um, where they can get a hold of us on social media, what our addresses are, and uh, if they want to drop us a line, what exactly should they drop us? Well, I think that was code for uh, Robert, you know, all the women out there, our address. We're talking about, he's a married man, I'm a married man, so we're going to talk about our social media addresses at Miami Cop Talk, at Miami Cop Talk. So uh, we're on every platform, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and it's at Miami Cop Talk everywhere. So ha hashtag us, reach out to us, go to our website, MiamiCopTalk.com, and uh, get a hold of us. Our emails are on there, our phone number's on there, talk to us. If you get, if you have a birthday, you want to hear your, your name and uh, celebrate it, celebration on the air, we're going to be able to try to... Uh, connect to the community and, um, you know, special moments and whatever we can do to uh, bring communication to the forefront. And uh, I think it's going to be a great experience. Again, MiamiCopTalk.com and again, MiamiCopTalk on all forms of social media. Reach out, help us spread the word, and uh, hopefully we're going to have a good thing going. So as my 15, and for those of you that don't know police talk, at least Q codes in Miami, those are back up, right? And many times you've done a 315 for me, and I, 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 can thank, I can't thank you enough. Notice I stutter. I can't thank you enough for the times that I was either being shot at or somebody was trying to hurt me or hurting someone while I was struggling. Yes, I do struggle with people. I did struggle with people. Uh, and I thought I was going to get my ass kicked, right? 
and you, call, you get on the radio, you, you you call for those backups and you holler on the radio, you need a 15 to backup or you need emergency backup 315. And Lord knows you have the people coming to you. Man, it's a hell of a feeling, Raul. You were you were a badass back in the day. I don't know about now. You're a little bit slower, but but let's talk about that, man. Let's talk about responding and being backup for for police officers. What that's like? Yeah, we're, we'll uh, we'll share. Like you know, first and foremost, uh, not appreciating uh, having to put down my coffee and donut to go help uh, Robert because he he's out doing work. El cafecito y la croqueta. Pretty much, pretty much, exactly, (laughs) you know, and that's really what it's all about, being there for each other, and there were times that, you know, uh, Robert was being disrespected because you have a disgruntled person in the community that doesn't realize that, you know, uh, you got to respect the police, and, and, you know, Robert was doing their best, doing his best to try to have people comply, you know, and and if if you've met Robert, he's a mild-mannered individual, uh, and uh, sometimes, uh, you know, police work is tough. Police work is not as uh, as glamorous as uh, people think, and you you gotta you know do your job. And you would get on the air, and you know it was only not only me; others would have to come and assist each other. You know, Robert, myself. It's just that we're a big community in law enforcement, and and you know let's let's bring the firefighters in there. You know, when yeah. they're not in the when they're not in the fire station, cooking. you know, uh, work well, you're cooking, working out, and watching TV, and they're out there doing their work. You know, and people don't respect them. You know, we're out there backing them up, and they're out there helping us. And, you know, when uh, we need assistance because uh, we've been injured or anything. So there's a there's a real strong community in, uh, in public safety. You know, uh, emergency room nurses, and you know, there is a, an amazing. Uh, you know, now in COVID, we're, we're all working together, and it's a, it's a beautiful thing to see because that's I, the backbone. My wife's a school teacher, and uh, shout out to all the school teachers who. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, I would say th- those are high-risk jobs. Definitely. And uh, maybe, maybe here, here, hey, Governor DeSantis and the legislator, why don't you uh, up there uh, make them high-risk pay? You know, and I, I know that's controversial. I'll probably get some uh, people calling me and telling me, "Hey, are you crazy?" But you know, I'm talking about my wife here. She's got a tough job. Teacher's got a tough, a tough job. And um, and uh, we we gotta we gotta really just be willing to disagree when we uh, say things that. Uh, well, that may be controversial, but the fact of the matter is teachers, police, fire, and citizens, you know, we all need to come together and be able to speak what we have on our minds and, and try to uh, uh, agree to disagree when we don't. And when we do agree, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, man. So I, I, I think the biggest problem that, that we have now in, in society is that a lot of people don't quite understand. They don't have an insider's view. And you have disinformation and misinformation, however you want to call it, uh, from the media or distortion of information, right? Sometimes you see these officers on video cam and, and you'll only see the part where the officer is striking a person. Well, it's not always what you see. I mean, there's more to that story. Now we're not defending the bad cops because I used to work internal affairs and I would go, I would be one of the first ones to go after the bad, bad cops. But at the end of the day, um, you know, a lot of times officers are forced to put go hands on the subjects or and take aggressive action. And most of the time, based on training um, and, and policies that are really strict, most of the time, if not high percentage of the time, um, those are justified acts. But, but when you look at them on video and you only see a small clip, they definitely inspire a lot of emotions and get people pissed, right? Um, so, so we got to make sure we put that in the right context. What did you say there, Raul? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, listen, especially usually when you when you see a, a, a police uh, video or uh, your vi- you know, video at large, where, where your eyes are telling you that what you're seeing is wrong, um, 
you know, there's a saying that says, believe nothing of what you hear and half of what you see. And I'm going to be controversial and talk about what happened with George Floyd. We all saw that throughout the nation, throughout the world, and we said, hey, uh, that doesn't look right. That, that looks wrong, man. And uh, we were, you know, i say 90% of human beings across the world said that doesn't look right. There may be a 10% that don't agree. But listen, the beautiful thing is this due process uh, and, you know, nothing's perfect, but we've got to wait for the for the outcome of all investigations. We, gotta, we have to wait for the outcome of all uh, procedures to uh, take hold and and. and that's what the system says. Now, I tell people, look, if you don't like what the laws are, you don't like what the system is, you know, call your representative. You know, you, you know, procedural justice is something that you do at the ballot box, not on the street with police officers and, and, and those that are providing public safety. So um, I've been pulled over myself. Um, I travel the, the country and I've been pulled over. And sometimes I haven't been treated uh, with the utmost respect. Sometimes I've been treated uh, like I like I own the streets, you know. Uh, so it's personalities. We're all um, individuals. We're all unique idiosyncrasies and personalities and belief structure. So um, I, I, I'm a man of faith, and I let go and let God. And I'll tell you that the fact of the matter is um, we just got to learn to understand each other a little bit better. And when we see things we don't like, hey, you know what, let's let the process take its course. Uh, I call it the blind the blind date principle. You may have people that uh, tell you you're going to meet a great person, this and the other, you hear all these things. And, but you know what, until you see it, experience it, and know what's going on, um, you know what, reserve your judgment until you uh, get the final call. So, you know, don't, uh, don't go by the blind, the blind date principle, which tends to be what you see on TV, what you hear from the media, uh, just, you know, let time take its course and, you know, and, and it'll all work out at the end. Hopefully. Yeah, definitely. So, so, you know, it's like, like you said, man, the George Floyd, uh, the killing, that was unjustified, man. No matter how you look at it, uh, you know, they choked the man, they killed the man. Uh, so, so what we want to do is we want to put things in perspective. Look, I would say almost, well, majority of what police do is, is honorable. Majority of the acts that police officers do are go thankless, you know, with no thanks. So, so look, I'll be honest. I don't think there's a hospital in Miami-Dade County that I have not visited either for myself or one of my officers that I worked with. And, you know, it, it, I, I definitely give a shout out to the fire, the nurses and those officers that responded. I can remember one time uh, driving down by the old Miami stadium, the old baseball stadium or, um, down in 20-something Street and 7th Avenue and coming across a guy that was trying to beat a woman with a belt. And she had a baby in her hands. And that guy, uh, when I came up and I tried to draw his attention, I drew his attention to me. He actually started swinging at me with with, with the belt buckle. And he struck me a couple times because I was trying to – my whole thing was getting between him and, 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 the, and the lady with the child. And I remember getting on the radio and calling for backup. Because I knew that there was something wrong with this guy. And then I, you know, proceeded to stop him and, and go hands on the guy. And the guy who was skinnier than I am, and I'm a little guy, but is skinnier than, than me, had an incredible strength. And I remember those officers coming and me fighting this guy. It took four of us. And the officers that responded were big muscle bound guys. Well, one officer broke his ankle in the process. The other officer crashed his car coming into to the scene, getting out of the scene, hobbling over to us and joining in as we were able to restrain this man 
who turns out was high on a whole bunch of drugs and, 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 and this guy was on a, on a psychosis. Well, you know, that guy went on to, he was a career criminal. He went on to prison. But if it hadn't been for those officers, I don't know what would have happened to that lady. And I certainly believe that I probably would have had to shoot this guy because that was the only way I could get this man off of me. And, and, and shooting is a last resort. So, so you know, I share the story because, as you know, Raul, there's different sides of the story. And we want to talk about these issues, put them in the right context, and let good work speak for itself. I agree. I agree. And, you know, sometimes, like I said, we got to agree to disagree. Uh, you may have a view, Robert, that I don't agree with. You may say something I don't agree with, but I'll listen to you. And, and you know, we can agree to disagree. You know, I have a different style of doing things. You know, I mean, that same story you're talking about, maybe I would have gone off the car. And the first thing I would have said is, hey, ma'am, did you ask him to hit you with the belt? She, if she would have said yes, I would have jumped in my patrol car and, and left. <laughs> but, but, uh, no, you know, you if she would have said no, I didn't help me. Okay, then I'm, I'm here to serve. That's what we do. And that's so, what the lady did. That's what the lady yeah, did. Exactly, I mean, exactly. You know, I left so out I, a lot of pieces there, man. But, but, there's a lot of brutality you know, out there. Yeah, there, there, are, there are multiple angles to, to, to everything. And, and, uh, we're going to talk about that. And we're going to, you know, not everything that you uh, see is, uh, really what's happening. So we're going to go ahead and, uh, and and have a great conversation on Miami Cop Talk. Let's bring that back to the Miami Cop Talk. And hopefully uh, we uh, hope to see you or hear from you. Again, Miami Cop Talk, send us an email, miamicoptalk.com. And uh, we appreciate all the feedback. Absolutely. So look forward to seeing you on our next episode or hearing from you in the next episode. But also we want to give a shout out to Miami's Community Newspapers where we have a weekly uh social media show. It's about an hour. We usually have a couple of different guests. We just started our show this past week. Impactful, impactful show with the current uh, president of the Miami-Dade County Association of Chiefs of Police, um, David De La Espirilla, Espirilla, excuse me, hard name, although I'm told it's a common name in Colombia, but this is a gentleman that served in police work. He's a major with my city of Miami Beach, uh, stand-up man, a uh, very honorable man that serves our profession incredibly well and now is the president of the day chiefs. So look forward to sharing that on this podcast, but a um, little shout out again to Miami's community newspapers and all of you for joining us. Raul, do you have any parting words? No, good time. Uh, thank you. And I appreciate uh, you giving us your attention. All right, guys, look forward to talking to you. Send us an email message, but communicate with us. Bye.